This is the, the Youth, the down, youth, south youth podcast. down South the Youth Down South podcast, a show for youth leaders and young adults. Well, welcome to the Youth Down South podcast. It is great to have you all listening for this third episode. I'm Caleb Loudon. And I'm Jesse Fagerstrom. We have some very exciting guests who are going to be joining us for this podcast. Yeah, Jesse, who are those guests? They're some of our favorite people in the whole world. They sure are. We have Mark Jeffrey and Roberta Simmons-Smith from the Boys and Girls Club of America. Hey. Hey. Which, um, America, it's great that you emphasize America because today is President's Day. It sure is. Happy President's Day, everyone. Happy President's Day. Wear your uh, red, blue, and white today. That's, and, you know. and remember some of your favorite presidents. Like That's right. James Buchanan. Is that your favorite president? Uh, he he might actually. I think he's one that scholars generally agree was not a great president. <laughs> but I I'm partial to uh, George Georgie Mr. George Georgie Washington. George Washington. Yep. That's a great a pick. Georgie. George Washington is yep. always a good pick. Uh, and then you know um, I'd have to say that. Uh, um, Mr. Abraham what were some of the Lincoln. Other? Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, That's say, a good... <laughs> I'm uh, drawing a blank over here, folks. <laughs> you know, uh, all the presidents. We just celebrate all of them. Well, we just tip, we tip our them. hat to all of them today. Yes, thank, thank you. you, thank you for your service, presidents. That's right. On this made-up holiday. <laughs> so, but we have a great. We have more to talk about on this show. Boys and Girls Club America. Yep. Wonderful, wonderful a partnership that the Salvation Army has had for a long time. Yep. And you get into some great stuff with this this uh, episode, Jesse. Oh, man. It's just so cool to hear about stuff that happens in the field and on the ground, you know. Um, it's just really fun to hear about all the different initiatives that are happening and just all the people that they're reaching on a daily basis. It's really quite inspiring. So I think that our listeners will get pretty pumped to hear about not only what is happening, but also how they can get involved in the ministry of the Boys and Girls Clubs. Yeah, I mean, there's so many ways to get involved. People, right. I don't think people realize that our Boys and Girls Clubs are Salvation Army Boys and Girls Clubs. Right. And they are ministries. I mean, yes. they are available to us to use to make real change in people's lives. And so. the programs, okay, seriously. I mean, I, I'm a STEM girl. Like, I oh, love my STEM yeah. slash STEAM, right? Okay. Glad so you are. The, progr- <laughs> the programs for that kind of stuff are just insane. I mean, they, do- yeah. they are doing some awesome stuff. So it makes me want to run to my local club and... Sign up for that for that next STEM class. Do all that sciencey stuff That's that it. you women in science Woo. people do. I, on the other hand, will be not doing science. <laughs> what's um, your what's your shtick? My shtick is I like um, I was a big fan of recess and <laughs> lunch. Well, lunch I got was good really news great for time you. for me. Many boys and girls clubs have fabulous areas for recess. There you so go. you can get out there on that slide, on that, you yeah. know. And then Swing. also they have food. So really, it's covering both of All, those favorite well, bases that you have. Food and time to just lounge around is That's kind it. of my thing. Nice. And so I'm I'm all I'm all about this boys and girls club, okay? <laughs> And uh, it sounds like Mark and Roberta are as well, two of our very own uh, experts on this. So without further ado, let's unroll this thing. I'm excited. Let's go. Yeah, I didn't even plan on talking about that, but it happened. But it's important for people to know that that... And I'm the big one person might be... It's fun. You were a little unsure. All right, y'all. Good job, Jesse. All right, thanks, guys. Welcome. 
Well, hey everybody, we are so excited today to have Mark and Roberta here with us from the Boys and Girls Clubs of America. Hey, Jesse, we're super glad to be here. Hey, Roberta. Good to see you, Jesse. It's Mark. Hey, Mark. <laughs> it's great to see you guys today. Um, so why don't we just start off with Mark? Can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what your roles are for both you and Roberta uh, at the Boys and Girls Club? Sure, sure. Well, I'm the Territorial Director of Boys and Girls Club programs for the Southern Territory. So I represent the Salvation Army and maintain open channels of communication with our national and regional Boys and Girls Clubs of America representatives for discussion of matters of mutual interest that may arise from time to time. I also assist divisions with club growth initiatives, as this often requires Boys and Girls Clubs of America input and, of course, a strategy for the Salvation Army locally to figure out how do we serve kids in need. How do we pay for it? How do we sustain it? And how do we ensure we seek outcomes that show us that kids are actually benefiting from the work that we do? He's very important. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> wow. I love that. That's great. What about you, Roberta? What you got going on? Well, my role is the Territorial Operations Director and Grants Coordinator for the Boys and Girls Clubs of the Salvation Army in the Southern Territory, and I get the awesome responsibility of just working with all the clubs that are in our territory and just making sure they have what they need to function and operate from day to day with regards to safety and Youth of the Year events and National Youth Outcomes Initiatives, all this great stuff that Boys and Girls Clubs have to offer. I get to help facilitate that for all the clubs in our territory. Oh, I love that. It just sounds like such cool work that you guys do. Um, and I know our listeners are going to be excited to hear more. So I have been seeing some swag around. I've been seeing some uh, this of this new brand that Looks you guys got, got going on. So can maybe, Roberta, can you tell us about this new Better Together branding you got? Thank you. I think it looks amazing, yeah. too. Shout out to the trade store, <laughs> Trade South, Jeremy Rowland. But um, Better Together, that whole branding kind of came out of the conference that we had in January of 2021, which is the first virtual conference that we had all of our clubs and advisory board members and officers kind of uh, tune into that. And it was called the Better Together Conference. Mm -hmm. And from there, we just realized what an impact those two words had on the partnership that Boys and Girls Clubs of America has with the Salvation Army, and that, in fact, we are better together. Mm. So um, our own Cheryl Werner here at THQ created an amazing graphic um, that unites both brands and does this really cool kind of effect with the colors. And uh, we said, what better way to kind of um, to kind of enhance and to promote and to put a new fresh emphasis on the partnership between Boys and Girls Club of America and the Salvation Army. And so now we have this better together brand, which just, again, does just that, is just promotes the impact this partnership has. Ah, oh, it's so cool. And I know that there are probably a lot of people in our territory that don't even know that this partnership exists. So I can imagine that some folks at home are like, wow, this is, this is new information. So uh, maybe just to give a sense of how it all functions. Maybe, Mark, could you just walk us through a day in a club? I mean, what does a day look like? Sure. Uh, a typical day in the club, of course, uh, arrival is always the highlight time at a, at a boys and girls club. Suddenly, your building goes from quiet to the sound of happy children puttering across the floor in the building. 
Now this can be a pretty big transition in the day when you have a branch manager or a program coordinator there in the morning right. preparing for after school time and then all of a sudden uh, your building is just uh, loud and rambunctious and it's fun, it's time, time to do stuff. But after their arrival, a typical club would usually have a few activities going on at the same time. Uh, sometimes children will choose if they're going to go to power hour and receive homework help. Uh, this is a crucial time as this is an opportunity to help a child reinforce what has been done at school. Uh, this is also a great time for volunteers to show up and participate. They can meet with a few students and help them with homework. While we don't allow one-on-one -on -one tutoring, there are always ways we can set it up so it's safe and helpful to the club members and the volunteers. Uh, children not doing a power hour can choose something in the arts or sports or, or, or something like that. Uh, we just had one child do a STEM project at the Salvation Army in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Uh, and this is a lot of work that uh, Roberta uh, has been responsible for with uh, My Futures, which is a uh, an online uh, STEM uh, website. Uh, but this child actually participated in a 3D printing contest through all the all the boys and girls clubs in the nation, not just Salvation Army. And so you can imagine uh, over 400,000 members. Uh, and this child won a $2,000 uh, scholarship for their club and a 3D printing pen. A uh, 3D the, printing pen. That's, that's super right. cool. For, them, for the member to keep. And again, here's the cool thing about it, and this is why it's beneficial to partner with Boys and Girls Clubs of America. All of this was funded by Caterpillar. And if you're familiar with Caterpillar, they are the big earth-moving machines that you go. And here in Atlanta, right across from THQ, you the got diggers. this uh, mm. huge hospital they're, they're building. And um, they have funded this. But the cool thing about this is because this child's a winner, they're going to get to get on a Zoom call in January, and they're actually going to get to meet with the engineers from Caterpillar, and they're going to talk about STEM jobs and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. a typical day at the Boys and Girls Club, I could sum up and say it's all about providing opportunities for kids who need us the most. That's what it's all about. And, and they this never is, want to leave. At the right. end of the day, they never want to leave. I wouldn't want to. Come on. So our clubs help create opportunities. Wow. That's what I would say to somebody in one sentence if I had to who didn't know anything about uh, Cyrus Army Boys and Girls Club work. All right. So I, I heard something about this Responding with Connection program that's happening over in Shreveport. And from what... I understand it's basically acclimating the young people in the Boys and Girls Club to the police officers and the the authorities there in Shreveport and really kind of bridging the gap and creating a connection. And I was so excited to hear about this and I just wondered, Roberta, can you just tell us a little bit more about that and talk about how people at clubs can really contribute to their community and what ways they can do that. Yes, I would love to. I'm so proud of Vanessa Brown. Shout out Vanessa Brown in Shreveport, the unit director there. She is the one, this is her brainchild. She's the one who came up with this from concept to fruition to to the impact that it's continuing to make right now. And so Responding with Connections is this program, like you said, um, that she built where the first responders in the Shreveport community yeah. would come in on a weekly basis. And well, actually it was a daily basis because it was a summer day camp kind of program and would come in and would meet with the kids and would do programs with them. And mm. it was mainly built 
to facilitate the relationship between the first responders and that community of kids. A community of kids, which they probably and most likely see on the streets in a much negative kind of environment where they're called out for different reasons that are not so great, but they then see and form relationships with these same kids in this safe, encouraging, positive environment. And then, so the kids, then when they see these first responders outside of the club, they recognize there's recognition there. There's a relationship that has been formed and vice versa. When the first responders may come to a call, they may see these same kids that they worked with earlier in the day in the Responding with Connections program. So you can see how that can play a huge cultural shift in a small community like Shreveport, which is known for really big crime and, um, and known for that. So what she has done may seem, may have been a small concept and a no-brainer for her, but it may impact, a, like I said, a cultural shift that's just could be, you know, go on for a long, long time. And she plans to continue this as well. She got an award for doing this called the Maytag Award from uh, BGCA uh, because she was nominated for this amazing program and they actually funded and helped fund that. Um, So she's continuing that on because it has just provided such a great, um, a tool to use, you know, and she's just one one young woman in a small community that that's full of crime that is making a huge impact just by one little idea she had. We have a lot of people listening who I think would be able to contribute at the clubs in really uh, meaningful ways. Um, And I know, Mark, that you have been trying to bridge the gap between the core and BGCA. So I'm going to go off script a little bit and ask you, um, you know, how how can people get involved uh, who are at the currently at a core, but recognize that there's a boys and girls club nearby? How how can we bridge that gap? And how can we um, how can we establish this new relationship with between the core and the club? Well, sure. I mean, if you're at a core, the first thing I would say is uh, talk to your core officer. Um, tell them, hey, you know what? I got this vision where um, I want to make sure that we're doing everything as a Cyrus Army Corps to reach out to the Cyrus Army Boys and Girls Club kids that are in our care uh, every single day. And from that vision, um, you can come up with ideas such as, hey, you know what? Let's have four Sundays a year where we have a Cyrus Army Boys and Girls Club Sunday at the Corps. I mean, this is just one simple idea. And what you do is you work with kids and you try to um, possibly, you know, if you have some talent in your core, if possible, or even somebody on your staff, where you do a, a, a not, not a big production, but you can have a kid uh, participate in a service on Sunday morning. And because that child is going to participate, you can pretty much almost guarantee that if that child is going to be there, uh, his or her family is also going to come because they're going to want to see their child participate in whatever they're going to participate in. So that's one way to outreach. Uh, the other way to outreach is uh, simply, you know, let's uh, uh, remember that our club kids, yeah, we, we do send our Boys and Girls Club kids to uh, Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club camp that's specifically for Boys and Girls Club kids. But I, I think sometimes in the Army what we do is we sort of pigeonhole our kids or bucket our kids and say, well, you're a Boys and Girls Club kid, so you have to go to this camp. And what I would say is 
you know, if they're a Boys and Girls Club kid and they participate in an Adventure Corps, well, why not let them also go to Adventure Corps camp or Sunbeam camp or something like that? And also thinking in terms of the numerous teen centers that we have in the Southern Territory where we serve just teens that are a full-fledged unit in our South Shoreman Boys and Girls Clubs, that's a fantastic opportunity to introduce them to youth councils. Uh, it's also a fantastic opportunity to introduce them to possibly getting a job at summer camp at one of our summer camps. Uh, so again, you know, we just got to think beyond uh, program and just think about all of our kids as these are our kids and let's see what we can do and provide for them from the best of both organizations, from boys and girls clubs and, of course, what the Cyber Army has to offer. And what we have to offer is this great death uh, spiritual heritage. Um, and frankly, you know, boys and girls clubs, they care about their life when they grow up, but we care about their life when they grow up, but we also care about what happens to their soul uh, when they die. So, um, you know, it all starts with a vision, and um, I would say on that note, you talk to your officer. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're not in the Corps and you're interested in, in being a part of a Boys and Girls Club, I would say this. Uh, contact uh, your local uh, club director, and uh, I got a resource for you. I'm going to say it twice in case you're listening and you, you need to jot it down. But I would say go to youthdownsouth.org forward slash BGCA. That is a youthdownsouth.org forward slash BGCA. And from there, you can go in and you can see a section where you can locate a club and it'll pull up all of our South Army Boys and Girls Club listed in the Southern Territory. And you can click on the location that's closest to you. And there you'll find a phone number. And if that club has a website, you'll also find a, a website uh, listed uh, there as well. And let me just say, if you're interested in volunteering at a club, you know, what I kind of tell people is, you know, feel free to want to share your passions. Uh, if you're passionate about the arts and you want to uh, volunteer and share your passion with the arts with kids, uh, you know, that's a starting point. Uh, but what we have to do is we just have to figure out a way uh, to package that so that the kids will receive it well. Uh, so, so if you're interested in STEM, Again, if that's your passion and that's something that you want to be able to share uh, with somebody else, uh, that's where I think folks need to start in terms of thinking about uh, volunteering and what they're passionate about. Mm, that's awesome, Mark. And so I guess as the last thing, you Ooh, know. Can I, oh, go can for I it. chime in? Chime in. Because I really want to make mention, too, that sometimes it, with regards to getting the the core uh, involved in the club as well and the spiritual impact that that can have. Sometimes that's as simple as, you know what? Let's change the location of where we have uh, Adventure Core or where we have, if you know, whatever our weekly programs are or music and arts programs. Instead of having it on this side of the door in the core, let's have it an hour earlier in the club and have all the club kids and the core kids and literally just changing the location of where you have it so that because what will happen is the kids will network. And sometimes that will be what gets them in to the Sunday morning service or whatever. Sometimes just the friendships and relationships that form between core kids and club kids just by putting them in the same room together on a mm -hmm. weekly basis can do the job for you. Um, but we also want to say that it's the club directors, just like everyone has tons on their plate, club directors do as well. Theirs is a Monday to Friday. Every day these kids come in during the week. It is 
far easier to get a core program into the club and get those individuals and the the those kids into the club than to get the club in on a Sunday morning. Like they are there Monday to Friday without without a, a break, you know, Monday to Friday, we, they get to see the same kids every single day. So we can get, if we can get the core in there because they're coming in through the doors. Some clubs are not connected physically to a core. And in those situations there, you just think creatively because every club is connected to an area command. So there is a Salvation Army firm connection for each club. Not necessarily the actual building, but in the relationship. So we just need to think creatively. And sometimes it's a no-brainer, like just have the program there and let the network happen. But so, I just want to do a shout-out. Also, another I'm all full of shout-outs today, Jesse. <laughs> sure I'm like, are. give me a mic and I'll shout-out, okay? <laughs> but Major Pete Costas, you know, he, he was one of the pioneers with yeah. this partnership. Right, Mark? Am mm-hmm. I right in that? He, you know, I have physically heard him say before that, man, we have these kids in our building five days a week, right. you know, all these days, and what are we doing about it? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, let's not miss the opportunity that is right there just by trying to get them to become a junior soldier, even though that's mm-hmm. important and that's down the line. But don't miss the day-to-day opportunity that is flooding through the doors every single day, Monday to Friday. And what can we do about that? Yeah, sure. that's so awesome. And this month on the podcast, we are focusing on evangelism. And so I wondered if one or both of you can just chime in of like, so how are the Boys and Girls Clubs facilitating evangelism or how are they partnering with partnering with CORE to provide that evangelism? You talked a little bit about the programs, like you know, bringing some of the CORE programs into the club, but are there any other ways that the Boys and Girls Clubs are evangelizing or, or part of that movement of evangelism? Let me just start with, um, you know, our structure and how we've kind of how we kind of go about this. One, um, you know, there's been some confusion in the in the history of our Cyber Stormy Boys and Girls Clubs that we weren't allowed to do any evangelism at the clubs. Um, that's not true. Um, we can uh, do evangelism at the club. Uh, we can enroll junior soldiers uh, members from the club. No uh, restrictions. We, we have done that. Obviously, if you enroll a junior soldier, you of course do that with the parents' permission. Uh, which we have done, but um, you know we have done that. You know our our the strategy really needs to be the core reaching out to the club. Now keep in mind the employees that we hire in Cyber Stormy Boys and Girls Clubs are not necessarily Salvationist. Um, they may or may not be Christians. I don't know. Um, I do know just like any employee at, at THQ or, or DHQ. Um, so that's our that's the core's responsibility. I want to put that out there. And you know, this is the other thing I want to say is, and this is not an indictment of of, of Cyber Stormy officers. I know Cyber Stormy officers are, are busy, uh, but I just have to share with you um, that when I go to a club site and I spend some time with the children at a site, you know, let's say I spend at least an hour, and I really observe what's going on, and I listen to the conversations of the kids. Uh, usually I can tell pretty quickly if there's an officer that has actually taken the time mm. to actually go to that club and spend some time with the kids. And what I hear are things like this. Uh, I give a shout out to uh, Captain Darby at mm-hmm. the Peachcrest Corps. Yep. 
Here them. I am sitting in this room with uh, about 25 children, and they are talking about wow. Captain Darby. Love that. Captain Darby this, Captain Darby that, Captain Darby. So what I say to officers who have clubs is, um, you know, I remember uh, Israel Gaither saying at a commissioning one year, I don't remember what commissioning it was, and I probably can't repeat it word for word what he said, but the gist of what he said was, you know, when you get to your appointment, you need to get out and you need to walk. Mm. And uh, what that means to me is, you know, that means go to your programs and uh, meet people and uh, spend some time, if you can, uh, you know, with the kids. And I say preferably do it in your uniform because I think that does stand out, particularly with the younger kids and even the older teens because they're trying to figure out, well, what is that guy or girl and what are they wearing? What's that all about? Um, and, and, you know, I look at people like uh, Jimmy Taylor and a little boy named Freddie in uh, Burlington, North Carolina, where they helped his family from a social services standpoint. So the mother came because she needed help. They came through the social services channel. Uh, they realized that she had a young boy who needed to be in an after-school situation, so they put him in the Burlington Sour Army Boys and Girls Clubs. And from there, uh, the core officer developed a relationship with Freddie. Uh, that relationship grew. Freddie was like, I want to be like my core officer. So the mother started coming to the church. Freddie became a junior soldier. So, you know, that's wow. sort of our, our, our evangelism piece. That's our Salvation Army initiative thing. That That's something that we have to do. Right. In our Salvation Army boys and girls. Yeah. I am really hoping that folks at home listening to this are really getting pumped about getting plugged into their local Boys and Girls Club. Roberta, would you share with us, are there any resources? Where can our folks go? I know that, Mark, you talked about youthdownsouth.org. Uh, any other places that we can find you and, and find the info? Well, funny you should ask, Jesse. <laughs> We've just created everything you need to promote the partnership between the Salvation Army Boys and Girls Club. It's nice. all free for you on Ministry Toolkit. And then if you go to the search bar and just type in BGCA, you will see a promotional video which gives you all the details on what the partnership is, what, you know, answers all the, the basic and general questions about um, the partnership. Then we also have two testimonial videos on there of how we see how the club has impacted, that the partnership has impacted lives, a whole family being uh, the Canes in Texas. And then we have Daryl Crossland in Florida. Uh, so you want to check that out. Things that you can use with your advisory councils or boards or whatever, or even if it's just for you to learn a little bit more. And of course, there's our logo and everything for you to free download and to use as you wish. We'd love for you to use it, promote it, and get it out there so people know. Hey, and you guys are going to be at Equip this next April, yeah, which we are really excited about. Can you just tell us real fast about your vision for how, um, for how things are going to work with the Boys and Girls Club material at Equip? Big picture right now, um, not, not too, too many details as we're still obviously working on those things. Uh, we're hopeful that we're going to have a full day track uh, for our Cyrus Army Boys and Girls Club employees uh, and volunteers. Or anyone who wants to. Or anybody yeah. who wants to join. But uh, I doubt anybody would want to other than Boys and Girls Clubs because it's going to be very, very specific for those individuals. But um, you're still welcome. There's <laughs> 
not and, closed uh, off to anyone. We <laughs> have an ask right now for one of our general sessions to... We've invited the uh, president of Boys and Girls Clubs of America, Jim Clark, oh. uh, to be a part of our opening session. So that'll be another opportunity um, He's for, like the Bill for Gates our club of folks. Microsoft. Is it Microsoft? Fancy. Bill Gates, uh, Microsoft? I, is he? I think so. Yeah. I'm He's like the sure. Bill Gates of Microsoft. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> is he going to wear like a really high power suit and the whole thing? And prob- probably. <laughs> cool, man. And then, of course, we've got breakouts throughout the week. Um, that are going to be club specific, but of course anyone is, is welcome. welcome. And then we have some opportunities as well uh, for folks to learn about the partnership in some breakouts cool. if they're interested in starting a boys and girls club called BGCA TSA one hundred and one. TSA like, BGCA like one hundred and one. That is a lot of letters, but I appreciate. <laughs> There's three numbers in there, <laughs> and also some numbers. Oh gosh, I'm already failing the quiz. Um, Cool. Well, that's so exciting. We're excited to see you guys at Equip, and we just really want to encourage anyone listening who got fired up by this episode, hey, check it out. See, maybe you want to take a little trip little trip on over to, to Atlanta. To your local club. Or to your local club. Check out the I website, mean, find out where that is. Check it out. <laughs> um, and, of course, you can always reach us on youthdownsouth.org uh, or youthdownsouth on Instagram. Uh, we would love to chat with you and continue the conversation. Well, thanks so much, Mark and Roberta, for thanks, joining Jesse. me today. It was lots of fun. Woo. Uh, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Hello there, listeners. I am excited to talk to you about Equip Conference 2022. Our conference is happening April 25th through the 27th this year and will be focused on our RAISE strategic plan. We'll also be looking at the Orange Conference, which is occurring at the end of that same week. So come for both conferences here in Atlanta, Georgia. For more information and to register, please go to our website, youthdownsouth.org. We hope to see you at Equip this year. That's it for this episode of the Youth Down South podcast. For more info about the show, check out youthdownsouth.org.